On this episode, I sit down with Scott Meisner. Scott has a fantastic local marketing agency business. He recently joined RM so that he can scale and grow with more digital services. In this episode, Scott talks about how to manage business with a full-time job and family life to get things going. Scott's a full-time high school teacher as well as having a big family, 11 kids. He talks about how he manages to get so much done in that time frame. Also, Scott shares his insights on why when you're trying to get something started, you should keep it simple and why consistency is such a key to actually getting things done and achieving success. There's a ton of golden nuggets in this episode. I know you're going to love it. Grab a cool drink, sit down and enjoy this episode of the Remote Millionaires Podcast. You're listening to the Remote Millionaires Podcast, the show for aspiring and established entrepreneurs looking to create and scale six and seven figure success online without being chained to a job, location, or computer. That's right. We're going to show you how to build wealth from anywhere. I'm your host, Tom Gaddis. Let's dive in. Aloha and welcome to the Remote Millionaires Podcast. Scott Meisner, how's it going, man? Uh, good, Tom. Great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I really appreciate you taking time to come on and, and do the podcast. You're Now, where are you located? Southeast of Pittsburgh, just about 20 minutes out. Southeast of Pittsburgh. Okay. All right. Pittsburgh, awesome. Pennsylvania, because there is a Pittsburgh out Midwest, Kansas or something like that. So, Oh, really? <laughs> well, all right, that's good. I only know the Pittsburgh, <laughs> Pittsylvania, so we weren't in danger of me mistaking that. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, listen, uh, I want you to kind of tell – I know we've known each other for – a while, right? And uh, we actually had the pleasure of meeting and hanging out in Maui when you came there with your wife. And uh, I know you've been doing this, um, you know, the local marketing thing, you're branching into the digital, uh, the digital side of things. But maybe you can tell listeners a little bit about your journey. Like, how did you get into this? Uh, what have you been doing? And then we'll just kind of go from there. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I am a full-time uh, high school teacher. And um, probably within about five years of teaching, I, I really was required to go back to school. And so I was trying to figure out something that I could go to school for that made sense for what I taught. Uh, I'm a technology industrial arts certified teacher. And so um, there was a program that caught my eye. It was called multimedia. So I went and got my master's in multimedia. And that really got me into the whole uh, internet thing, you know, because uh, I was kind of new, you know, I'm, I'm kind of an older guy. So uh, I remember when I used the internet for the first time back in like 95, something like that. So it just kind of made sense. I always gravitated to it. I always enjoyed working on computers and I felt like it was a good fit for um, what I taught, but I kind of had in the back of my mind, maybe I could use this someday for other things. So, um, you know, building websites and uh, doing things with audio and video and different things like that just was part of that uh, degree program. And uh, that's when I had um, my mentor. Uh, he was a musician and had his own business for years. And he told me, he said, Scott, he said, you need to start your own business. And I was like, eh, I'm not really interested in starting my own business. And he said, no, he says, there's a lot of benefits to it, good tax benefits. He says, you'll thank me someday. So I thought about it. And um and started my business, uh, quote unquote, and mainly just it was word of mouth. Um, and he had a lot of work for me, actually, because I teach graphic design. And so he was always asking me to create 
artwork for his albums. And then he would pass me off to other people. And so I got to create a lot of artwork for different, different musicians, no big name musicians, but uh, smaller, smaller musicians, but it was always really cool to kind of see that, um, you know, see the end product, but that kind of turned into, well, you know, then logo design and websites and um, lots of print material that I was asked to design. And so I didn't really market my business very much. It was just more or less, it was, it was kind of a hobby for me. And then I enjoyed, of course, getting paid, but it was just fun working on these projects and working with uh, different types of business owners. And um, that kind of sparked my interest even more. And so I kind of fell into the whole online marketing uh, landscape, um, came across the Bob Ross uh, postcard system. And I kind of followed him and that group and a few other types of um, marketing things. Like I think I was looking at box toppers, you know, maybe doing a box topper program, like a pizza box topper. And so I just finally took the plunge. I just said, well, I'm going to, I'm going to try this out. I think I have enough local contacts. I know enough local people um, and tried my first postcard. It was about, about, well, it'll be about eight years ago, this, this coming fall. And um, I didn't really have any sales background. Um, I just like talking to people <laughs> and, and I like to design things. So I figured at least that part of it, I could fulfill. I could design all the artwork myself. So I got my first one out in, in that October. And, um, and I think I did one more that, that year as well. And then that kind of started my postcard journey of trying to pump out these postcards every year. And I would do a few every year. I, I probably should look back and actually see how many I did, but it was probably, um, I mean, sometimes I would do up to 10 or 12 in a year. Uh, and then a, a couple of years ago, that's when I really started to get it going because I started selling out. I, it took me a while to kind of figure things out, but then I started selling out the entire year. So I'd sell in advance and just sell the whole year out because I kind of went like, ah, okay, I'm going to put a postcard out. You know, I need a little bit of money. Let's just do it. Uh, and so I'd reach out to all the business owners that I knew and you know, tr you know, scrounge up a new few ones and then put a postcard out. So eventually I thought, you know what, I think this needs to be a little bit more um, scheduled. And so I, I did, um, I think I did 21 and then 20. That was like back-to-back -back years, the last two years. And, uh, and then of course I met you and, and got an offline sharks probably five years ago. And I just kind of followed everything and and here and there picked up different types of um, other jobs, you know, other services. I've built websites, hosted them, you know, done some maintenance on lots of graphic design and printing. I still do a lot of printing um, and yeah, whatever comes my way. So, uh, and, and then eventually uh, found, you know, found out about the remote millionaires and decided, Hey, I think this might be something that I should uh, look at full-time because at some point I'd like to step away from teaching and I want to do something that I enjoy. And I really enjoy just working with people and having these projects to work on and then seeing the end results of it helping their business. That that's really fulfilling. So that's kind of in a nutshell, um, my walk through, through then to now and, uh, and how it's changed along the way. Well, I think one of the interesting things that the listeners will be a little stunned by is you've done all of that. So 21 postcards last year, 18 postcards. And I'll tell you guys what those postcards are here in a minute. The year before, you're doing the graphic design. You're also teaching, but you also have a huge family. How many kids do you have? Uh, we're one short of a dozen. So 11. So teaching, 
starting your own business, doing the family thing. And I see your posts on Facebook. I mean, I know you spend a lot of great quality time with your family. It's a beautiful family. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about kind of how you manage all that here in a minute. But for listeners that may be going, like, what the heck is this postcard thing? I have no idea what that is. Uh, Like Scott said, uh, the postcards are something I did as well. And kind of one of the things that we connected on, I actually have one behind me. I always have one with an artist link. So if you're watching this on video, uh, you can see kind of what they look like. But they're they're like a nine by 12. I think Scott's are a little bigger. You have one there. This is this is one of my smaller ones. It's yeah, it's blurring out there, but you can kind of see it. It's the same size. But yeah, I don't have a I don't have the big 11 by 14 with me right now. Yeah. So they're they're basically like a nine by 12 jumbo kind of high gloss card. You you have uh, ad spaces on each side and basically you just go around, you you sell the ad spaces and then you mail these cards out to 10,000 residents or however many you want. But 10,000 is typically uh, kind of a standard residence in the area and the businesses pay you for that. And one of the nice things about it is, um, you know, Scott actually does the graphic design himself and he does graphic design for me for the cards I do and other people in our community. But if you don't do graphic design, you know, you don't have to worry. Like you can find people to do that. We yeah. don't, you know, we don't actually do the printing. We outsource that. The 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 uh, post office takes care of the mailing through the Every Door Direct Mail program. So it's really a, you don't need a lot of money to get it started. Uh, you you know, you can get clients pretty quickly, you know, um, and, uh, and you can lead into other services like Scott was saying he does. You know, it leads to other printing jobs, which by the way, you don't do those printing jobs, right? You outsource those. So you're basically like a middleman for the printing. Yeah. I, I, I don't have enough room in my schedule to do all the printing as well. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah. mean, I'm, I'm considered a print broker. I have some good relationships with some wholesale printers and uh, they fulfill a lot of those services. So, yeah, but, and, and I have several of them because I, you know, I, d- I did yard signs the other day for somebody and I have to use different printers for different things. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, well, and what's interesting is one of the reasons that you kind of uh, came into Remote Millionaires was you're looking to kind of expand the digital side and some of those other services um, because you have this great client base, right? Like you've got an existing agency, you have people that that trust you, they know you, right? They paid you money to be on these mailers. So how can we use that client base and really scale and grow and maybe do some other services that we can then outsource and deliver on? And what I think is a great story is like, not very long after you got in the program, didn't you run into somebody who wanted to do pay-per-click? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, a good friend of mine. It just So, it, so yeah, I know you don't do perfect. pay-per-click, but you told him, yes, I can do pay-per-click. Um, so were you a little scared at that moment when you're like, yeah, I think I can do it? Yeah, that. yeah, half and half, because I am the kind of person that really likes to have everything thought out and figured out. And yeah, I'm not like too much of a massive risk taker. Um, but I have said yes to a lot of jobs without really knowing how to finish them. And I think that just comes with experience that you just, you know, you just figure it out. Well, you know, it's so interesting that you say that because I think so many people are are scared of all that stuff. Like they want to know exactly how they're going to handle every situation and they kind of drive themselves crazy. And I know I did this for myself. I drove myself crazy with all the what ifs and could be's and what if that happens and what if they say this and what if they say that. And, and you're right. Like what I learned in my experience was a lot of what if, what if they say this never happened. Right. And the things that were the issues and the problems, like you just figure them out. And as you do that, you get more comfortable with just being able to figure things out. Like, 
it's not as um, scary as you as you think it is, right? Right. Right. Yeah. But now you're you're actually closed that deal, right? Are you doing PPC for this guy? Yeah, it hasn't started yet, but yeah, I figured out the the behind the scenes and what I need to do to to make it happen. And he's, you know, he's uh, although he's a good friend of mine, he's still been kind of like, wow, this is great. You know, like everything that I've done yeah. for him and how I've walked him through it. And they thanked me multiple times. So, yeah, it's been good. And I'm, I'm sure like I kind of rolled in a, hey, I've got a setup fee, but I'm not going to charge that. You're my friend. But, you know, throw my name out to three people and give me a good testimonial. And that's great. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll definitely do that. So trying to find ways to to leverage the referrals is is something I want to do. Yeah, that's awesome. And plus, it's probably been, I mean, it's been pretty nice. Like I know I've seen your communications back and forth with Nick and the remote millionaires in your Slack channel with about the PPC and all that stuff. So, I mean, has it helped having that kind of behind the scenes support from somebody who does that stuff to be able to answer questions and kind of oh, point yeah. in that direction? For sure. Yeah. yeah. There, I mean, being a teacher and knowing how much I help my students, right? Because they ask me questions. And then when the light bulb clicks on and it's like you're able to help them, I realize how important that is to have someone just just kind of there that you can throw your questions out to, even though some of them time sometimes they might be silly or, you know, it's like, I don't know why I asked that question. I could have figured it out, but you just had a brain, you know, brain block. And so it's yeah, it's very nice to have such a big community that's so sharing. And you guys, you and Nick have always been super sharing, but then to have other people that are willing to jump in and they have different expertise, right? So because I've had people help me and then I've had people in the group ask me about postcards and I've been able to help them. And I think that's, yeah. that's how it works. I mean, that's how you got to be able to help each other grow. Uh, and, uh, and that's how that community works. So it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it is how it works. And, you know, sometimes you just need somebody to just, you say what you're thinking for them to just say, yeah, you're right on track is like all the, is like really what you need. Right. I know yeah. for, I know for us and our agency and our businesses, as we've grown, like you always have this feeling of that. Well, at least I do. I kind of always have this little thought that like everybody else knows something I don't. Right. And so like, we're trying to figure things out and we're like, we just don't think we're doing this the best way. And then come to find out like, that's how everybody else does it. So you're like, Oh, okay. So that is the way to do it. Right. Like, it's just nice to have that back and forth. Well, one thing I wanted to talk about Scott is like, because I mentioned earlier, you know, you have a, you have a large family, uh, you're doing the teaching thing. You've been doing this agency stuff on the side. You're, you're putting out a lot of, you know, a lot of cards, you're doing a lot of things there. What's kind of, you know, what are some tips you could give people that are maybe in that same situation, family job, looking to get this thing going on the side so they could maybe leave? How do you kind of balance all that or I don't know if balance is the right word. How do you manage all that really, right? How do you manage all that and, and get so much done? Well, I mean, I, I will say it's, it, it, it gets done very imperfectly. Uh, it's not a, it's just, there's not a perfect science. Um, yeah. I mean, even people ask me all the time, like, you know, wow, you have a huge family. Like, how do you do that? I could never do that. I only have three. And I'm like, well, you know, once you're outnumbered, it doesn't matter. <laughs> And, and I don't have 11, two-year-olds running around. I have yeah. a 22 year old and a 20 year old, and like lots of kids, like my seven-year-old changes the diaper. So, um, and I think what you have to realize is just take a step back and it just doesn't have to be perfect. Not everything has to be perfect. And a lot of people get stuck with trying to even get started because they feel like they have to have everything perfect and everything's got it. It's not that way. Uh, you're just going to be changing and adjusting all the time. So 
I mean, as far as managing, um, I would just say probably at this point, I'm pretty used to it um, just because yeah. I am used to having like craziness all the time. And that's just how life is for us. Um, I'm sure everybody else is crazy. Their lives are crazy and busy too. But um, you just kind of set aside time, the time necessary to be able to do certain things. And I've got a wonderful wife who understands that there are moments and stretches where I have to do certain things to be able to get, you know, the, the postcard done or the sales to get done or the, the design. So, you know, having um, my wife on board and kind of being my partner and kind of my teammate and encouraging me uh, would be a lot more difficult if, if she wasn't. And then I get my kids involved too. Um, not all the time, but I try to get them involved. Um, so as far as managing, I, I think to me, it's, um, it's a lot like we're our own worst enemy. Yeah. Uh, and we, we kind of get down on ourselves and, 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 and then we get, we just struggle with the day-to-day -day things. And then this, the, the business stuff kind of gets pushed to the side. And I do the same thing. I'm certainly not, I'm at, I'm at fault all the time where you just have to consistently keep doing it. Like, it's like, you just can't stop. Um, because if you give up, then you're going to look back and be like, Oh, I didn't do that. And it's sometimes it's okay to fall flat on your face and it not work out, but you just can't can't stop doing it. And that's what I found is I just, I just don't give up. Like, so, you know, when I'm doing sales and they're not doing, going very well, it's like, man, this is a tough week. I haven't been able to sell very many ads. And then you kind of want to just throw your hands up in the air. Like, well, I might have to cancel this one. Well, I've, I think I've only done that. I've never canceled. I've only delayed a couple of times. And I think what I got, I get to a point and I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to keep pushing forward. And then the next day I sell like three or four ads right in a row. Yeah. And it just keep it just shows that uh, you just got to catch people at the right time uh, because their schedules are really busy and just realize that that's life and be yourself, be real, and just keep consistently and persistently reaching back out to people, reaching back out and understanding whenever they don't get back to you, don't take it personally, uh, and just be used to hey, no, it's not going to work this time, or maybe catch me the next time around and. That's just part of sales. Now it gets old. So that's why I want to do something a little bit more recurring versus sales, sales, sales all the time. But that's just hopefully a couple uh, hints on what I do to kind of get through managing everything in life. Um, because yeah, there's definitely moments where it's overwhelming. Uh, I'm taking a break from postcards right now, mainly to focus on my marketing business. And that's been very nice to be able to just take a step back. But then I've got all these business owners contacting me and saying, when are you doing postcards again? Because those work so well. And, and you're like, oh, man, yeah. you know, because uh, that's pretty good profit every time you do it. But just one of those things, you need to take some time off when you need to. And then I'm going to get back at it again, most likely a little bit smaller this time and keep focusing on the marketing side of things, because that's kind of the goal is to be able to step back away from teaching at some point and do this full time. Yeah, I think it's so on point what you said there about you just keep going, right? And the consistency, even if it's like, you know, even if your life is so busy that you can only devote 30 minutes a week to, to moving forward on this thing that you're trying to do, then just spend that 30 minutes a week, right? And just keep doing it. And some days when you don't feel like doing it, like don't beat yourself up, just pick up and keep going. It's like, you never know uh, where that tipping point is, right? I mean, I personally for years and years and years struggled and struggled and couldn't get any traction and couldn't get anything going, but just kept like, okay, well, I'll try this thing. Okay. I'll try that thing. And like, well, that didn't work. Well, let's try this. And then one day it just started to all kind of click into place and things started to happen. And 
I think that's a pretty common experience among successful people because they just don't quit, right? You just keep going no matter what. Right, right. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Scott, what would you, what advice would you give to somebody out there who's maybe, uh, again, in that same similar situation, right? Maybe they're working a job, they're, they want to get this uh, side thing going. Um, what advice would you give them to put them on the right track to, to get something moving? Well, I think uh, we all fall into the same, same trap of like following every shiny object that comes across our path. So I think that's something for sure that I would suggest to somebody is, listen, there is so many different options out there, right? There is so many things to sell. There's so many services to offer. Um, and don't get caught up in all those, all those different things that there is available. Um, try to pick one thing that you have an interest in that you might feel comfortable kind of diving into and just focus on that one thing. And that's it. Because if you can focus on one thing and just kind of put, you know, your heart into it and organize it and get it all ready to go and then, you know, give it some really good, solid effort. What I found is if I, if I'm like started to go scatterbrained, like I got to do this and and then this, this distracts me and then all I got this before you know it, you're, 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 you've lost focus on that one thing that you need to do. So one task at a time. And I think the postcards are perfect um, to get into as far as business wise, because it's such a simple thing to sell. It's not complicated. Like you don't have to know what SEO is and pay-per-click and all the algorithm, all these things that most business owners are going to lose you anyways. They understand direct mail. It's such a simple thing to get started. If you're interested in getting into any sort of marketing, it's a simple thing to sell because it's very basic. Um, and then there's other things too. You know, there's there's other things that you could pick out, like, you know, maybe even just social media posting. Like that's a pretty simple thing to do. Or maybe managing someone's uh, Google My Business or, you know, something that you feel comfortable doing uh, that you could learn a little bit about and then just focus on that one thing. And then after you've got that one service down, if you plan on expanding, then add the second one in, add the third one in, but don't go like, yeah, I'm going to offer these 10 services and be an expert in all 10. You're just, you're going to throw in the towel at some point. So um, like you said, don't give up on that one thing. And then after you get that experience, right? Then you're like, oh, I get that. I know how to do that. And all that experience then carries over into the next thing that you want to do. So. Yeah. I mean, that's so true. And you're right about keeping it simple and and starting small. Like I see so many people that are like, yeah, I'm going to offer five services and they pick the most complicated things. And you're like, well, how many clients have you had? Well, I've never had a client. It's like, well, how about we do something a little easier? <laughs> Let's get some confidence and some traction, right? And 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 get that in place first, and then move on to that stuff. So, yep. yeah, awesome, awesome words of wisdom. Well, Scott, I really appreciate you being here. Thanks so much for joining us. Definitely, thanks for having me, Tom. It's always good to good to chat with you. And just because I always know where you got started with postcards, it always gives me hope that someday, you know, I can wear that <laughs> shirt that says "Be like Tom," you know, because I might make it at some point. <laughs> no, man, like you have far surpassed me when it comes to the postcards. It's amazing to watch what you're doing. And uh, I love the dedication and I'm excited to have you in RM and see how you, you know, grow outside of that. You know, you have such a great base there, such a good foundation to build on that. I think uh, results and, and scalability and all that stuff are going to come pretty quickly. So I'm excited to see that. Appreciate you being here. If you enjoyed listening to this episode with Scott and myself, please go to wherever you listen to this podcast, leave us a review. We'd love it. Also, you can go to remote millionaires forward slash podcast. You'll find uh, notes from this episode, 
any links, stuff like that, I'll put those on the page there. Thanks again. Stay safe out there. And I will see you next week on another episode of the Remote Millionaires Podcast. Aloha, everybody. Now, if what you heard today resonates with you and you want to continue the conversation, then I want to personally invite you to click the link below and schedule your free Remote Millionaires business development call, where we'll analyze your business and your situation and show you exactly how to accelerate your results and build a wildly successful business you can run from anywhere. Until next time.